0: Right, guys welcome to 3M affairs podcast podcast where three bros some friends get together and talk movies today we will talk about death becomes her the 1992 cult classic by robert zemeckis well the the jury is still out on the uh, cult classic, classic. uh I don't know. <laughs> but, how do you guys how, how are you guys doing
1: uh yeah doing doing good you know, um, in Toronto, uh, second wave is, uh, you know, whatever starting to pick up here, so things are a little, you know, whatever, but things are good generally. Cannot complain. Moving out, so getting ready for that, packing, bunch of shit. So,
0: yay, adulting. Well, adulting. I mean, on Brandon's
2: side,
1: adulting. It's just, you know,
2: are you um once again moving? moving. Are you moving like? To like your own place by yourself. Yeah, or like
1: our yeah. I, I ended up getting a, a bachelor. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's uh, congratulations. Thank you. It's interesting thinking about it though, because I've only ever really moved into bachelors or like studio apartments. In Canada, we call them bachelors yeah. for some reason. I don't know why it's different.
2: Bachelor pad. Yeah, because you guys are just way cooler than us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Uh, you know. <laughs>
2: Really? Somebody just dropped a pipe I don't the, outside. I don't know if that got picked up on the mic, but yeah, you know, somebody just dropped like a loud metal pipe
1: outside, <laughs> like a construction <laughs> pipe.
2: I don't know. It sounded like somebody was like moving, like a. I don't know. It's so but strange. It was so- Josh and I both looked at each other, like, "What the
1: fuck was that?" How is the um? How's the feel in New York right now? Is it like uh the third Batman?
0: No, I just like to go on record and say we're fine. <laughs> There were some protests last night with everything. No, but, like, Brandon it's tr- exactly like <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. You're right. For anybody in my family who's curious, a huge, the city bald, is not on fire. A bulky guy in a mask was
2: walking around in a megaphone saying like, shit, I don't know. What does Bane say? Uh, you
0: nearly grew up in- I don't fucking Bane. know.
2: Like. Oh my god, no. Do your Bane impression. yeah, please, please do. That was great. I, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's go around the horn. Everyone do Bane. If
1: Bane just showed up with a megaphone, and at the beginning of this, I would have been like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> not like Tom Hardy, but like Bane. Any, like any, any version. Like version 6-6. Any version like, of Bane. No, I'm saying like, not, not like an actor, like like Bane was real. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the, <laughs> the character was just like, oh, by the way, Batman exists. <laughs> yeah. 2020 i wouldn't put it i wouldn't put it. pet what when was it i feel like it was like within the past decade or maybe it was a little longer when like that dude dressed like there was a real batman like in uh, it was like pittsburgh or philadelphia maybe like somebody like dressed was dressing up like batman and beating the shit out of like people uh oh. like do you not remember this did i make this up no no, no, no it's
1: definitely a real thing i mean there's lots of people out there that dress up as vigilantes and fight people and i know that because as a kid i looked it up all the time
2: but I just feel like I remember it being in the news like semi recently. Yeah, where like hmm. this guy. I mean, there's
1: another. Was like, there's another dude who wears like a yellow suit. I can't remember what he called himself, but he was like an MMA fighter. And so there's all these videos of just like patrolling the streets, like outside of bars with drunk people, like getting into fights, and then just like leg kicking the fuck out of people. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And It's like ah, yellow man.
1: I mean, I, you're trying to help, but it's just turning into you just beating people up. Well, he's
2: find- a little confused, but he's got the spirit.
1: <laughs> but I remember watching interviews with him; he was always very like, seemed very you know positive, like the ideas behind everything. So,
0: well, the way you described it, it seems very sarcastic. irresponsible. I know always what I'm talking. That's often like often one do.
1: video, and there's like cops like <laughs> okay. right there, you know, and like they're like cool yeah, with
0: sure. it. I don't want to
2: deal with this shit. No, yeah, no, no like when, the whatever. <laughs> I can't remember what it was,
1: but like whatever city they're in you're allowed to do one-on-one combat if you both agree to it
2: <laughs> what you mean like a really duel? no that's it
0: like, <laughs> it's still I'm you pretty can still sure technically that's uh, like a law in
1: the duels a good amount of places like if you want to fight somebody and you both agree to fighting like you're allowed to fight
0: uh, like a consensual is,
2: this, yeah. is yeah. this canadian law or american law
1: this was in the states for sure
2: that seems more like an american thing, i think right? that yeah. but i think that's
1: how it is here i can't i don't know i have no idea but like I mean,
2: that makes- if I challenge you to a duel and you accept, it's a well, no, I feel like,
1: you know, well, maybe in the States, but you're definitely not allowed to use guns here, even if it's a duel. So,
2: well, yeah, but you guys don't have guns. You guys have like, we're not Britain. You guys have like, um, what are your, you guys have like muskets, right? Like the Mounties and like sabers.
1: I mean, that does sound pretty cool. So
2: <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll let it slide
0: going on. Uh, no, we're good. Um, well,
2: hold on. What I apologize. Before we get into anything, I have something to say, and I did not tell either of you that I was going to do this, but we, I've been upset for the past week. So when we record the episode before we release them, we listen back to make sure everything's good for you guys. Um, And something you said, Josh, made me upset, and I want to bring it up because we didn't have time because there was a lot going on last week, so I didn't have time to address it. But when I was ragging on Harry Potter which I think should be totally fine. Um, <laughs> you were saying, you know, you kind of clapped back with like, you watch anime and I feel like that's not fair. So, I, <laughs> well, so I just like, no, but just like, but just like listen, debate. listen to just l- let me get everything out. Cause I'm not always the most articulate person, but this is my point of view. So when I was saying Harry Potter is for children, <laughs> it like objectively <laughs> is it's an IP, it's a brand that is targeted for young adults, mm-hmm. aka teenagers, aka children. So for you to be like, but you watch anime, so how can you, that you're a hypocrite. Anime is not a genre. It is a medium of art. Uh, that's like saying, you know, like all like music is one way or all stand up is one way. Like, it's just not, it's like a, it's a huge umbrella that encompasses lots of different things. Just by, like, saying anime is, like, one thing for kids is, like, there's a huge difference between, like, the Saturday morning cartoon stuff, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon. And then, like, even from that to, like, Dragon Ball Z, but, like, from Dragon Ball to, like, Hayao Miyazaki and Satoshi Kon and, like, uh, all of these, like, auteurs that, like, use the medium to tackle different kinds of stories, like... Um, and it's definitely not all for children like Tetsudo Araki, who directed Death Note and Attack on Titan, is one of the most cinematic directors like alive. The way that he can create exciting visceral moments out of the simplest mundane actions, I think, is like you can't do that in live action almost like it's its own art form. Uh, Brandon and I both watch. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is, like, one of the greatest pieces and deep dives into a creator's psychology. And, like, an examination on the effects of isolation and depression, like, that just hasn't been matched, in my opinion. So it just was, like, I think that people just have, like, a limited understanding of what, like, quote, like, anime is. And I just feel like that wasn't fair. And I wanted to defend. I wanted to defend it because I'm a huge weeb. And that's just all I have
0: to say. Oh, well. I apologize that I offended your delicate ego. <laughs> I'm just for our listeners. We're like the best of friends. So this is fine. No, I totally get it, and I and I did come across. I because I got a little bit of like, yes, Harry Potter is objectively a fantasy, a teen fantasy kind of section. It you'd find you'd find that in that section of book, and not, nowhere else, right? Um, and I totally. I get it anime for me because of my limited experience with it is just essentially it's it's cartoons right and so when i think anime i think animation stuff like that i think something meek towards but there are a lot of adult themes a lot of movies that that they do tackle and he's totally you're, you're totally right so i'm not yeah. I'm also, sorry. To, I to found... be clear,
2: I'm not actually upset. Like I was the whole preamble was me. Yeah, and he just, just wanted you know, to judge talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I
0: yeah, exactly. But
2: it but it was like I was listening to it and I was like, oh, you know what? I actually have something I want to say about this
0: no. that we didn't get um, to. well it's funny because I I do like as in the I and we talk about this as I literally sit here playing Pokemon for the last like two months <laughs> um on the Game Boy. So it's like there's different levels of these types of things, but it's like I feel like yeah, I mean, everybody has, you know, their own thing, and yes, when we, I, I, sometimes I think part of that was coming from, you know, Caleb, you have a tendency to kind of be very adamant on on opinions and things like that, yeah, that's and fair. be very like things that you may criticize people for, you may somebody's on the other side of the aisle could interpret how you're talking about certain subjects as the same same way that you criticize people for talking about certain things, okay. That's you right. know, so yeah. there's like, so there's, it's all, it's fluid, it's, it's whatever, you know, it's all, it depends on the lens you see through. I'm actually
1: surprised though that you, uh, you haven't gotten into, uh, some of the, especially some of the ones he mentioned, uh, yet. Cause a lot of them are so up your alley in, in every way. Um, because the directing in some of these shows becomes crazy, uh, on purpose. Yeah. But just the, the story, uh, uh, and, and the tone of all of them are, are, especially the ones he he was talking about are so in your in your alley for sure man like and even though some of the lighter ones that are excuse me like Hunter x Hunter you would love My Hero Academia you would love um there's a bunch I'm 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 surprised that you haven't uh, done a deep dive yet Try to get you into you
0: know, it. it's well. I'm also I'm, <laughs> I'm also dating somebody who also loves anime as well. So like I'm, I'm sure there'll be a moment where
2: I already corrupted Brandon. So
0: <laughs> it's here, here, just a matter I will get of time. it. I just um, oh. I think for me because I've been I've been going through this because I like the self judgment right. So where I grew up like very quickly I learned to like hide the Game Boy or like don't talk about Pokemon or talk about the kid stuff, air quotes kid stuff. Mm-hmm at school, because it's not cool or whatever. I was on the football team, you know, like that kind of culture, right? And so, like, I did watch Dragon Ball Z. I loved I loved that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I played, I, I pretended to be a, I had fantasies of, you know, a Saiyan ship crashing down to, like, Earth so that I could, like, absorb yeah, powers and be a did, Saiyan. we all did, dude. We all and did. It's like, <laughs> But, like, but that went away. It went away because, you know, as I went to college or whatever, yeah. I just, you know, that wasn't what in my mind or what how i saw it mm. it wasn't cool or it mm. wasn't like that was that was it and then now that i'm kind of really getting back into the the pokemon handheld games i'm sitting here going why am i judging myself because what i realized is that our generation growing up like in the, like you know born 88 89 yeah. 90 whatever and like pokemon came out in 95 96 96 i think in the us and stuff like that and so like just now those kids are now turning 30 or late twenties, early thirties. Like, and it's the same reason why you still have some of those people that still, that love Dungeons and Dragons and well, like from this eighties, you know what I mean? Like and it's okay a, to it's,
1: love. They're having a huge resurfacing, like, like exactly like right now.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, Caleb and I just, we just actually, we did watch the community episode before this. Um, and realizing that, like, I probably should take a stab at playing Dungeons and Dragons because it is play. role playing, it is acting, it is. I want to play. You know. play. I want to play. I want to play. We'll get it. We'll get it. ASDS campaign dude, I'm going. So
1: down. Um, amazing,
0: dude. But-, but it's like, but it's also I've been sitting, not judging myself, as kind of the, the idea and the reason I'm not into anime. I don't think is because I haven't, I guess, rediscovered it. I'm also yeah. kind of behind since I just finished Lord of the Rings, <laughs> which, by the way, tell me. Why the last, like, three chapters, the last two, like, the goodbyes and that little last random, like, conflict between, like, the the men and the hobbits, why that felt longer than the entire Lord of the Rings, like, adventure, like, to Mordor (laughs) and back. I felt like when I was, when I got to those chapters after the ring was destroyed... I was like, okay, cool. And now I'm just—it's just, just going to like kind of wind down or whatever. But then there's like another hundred pages of them saying goodbye to everybody because you have to cross off all the plot, you know, you know, conclude yeah. everything. And then they get to Shire, and all of a sudden they have to fight more people. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, "Come on, Mr. Tolkien, yeah, I, I need it to just end. end. It's magic. It's magic. Yeah. No, but it's, it's just the funny fact that the, the Shire kind of feel-
2: destroyed.
1: Right. That's the thing." <laughs> Yeah. Right.
0: Um No, because then that little box of dirt that Sam got yeah. made it all beautiful um, and there's a huge tree in the center no, of town. But hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: Josh. I want to jump back to something you were saying before cuz we we're the same age, right? We're both 91s. Um and it's 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 so interesting. I'm 90. Um, thank oh, you. That's okay. offensive. But we're that we're the same we're, we're the same age, you know. Uh <laughs> so it's so interesting though cuz there was a point when we were in high school when that took a turn. either or at least it did like in well like in toronto but it felt like culturally we're like the kind of the nerd guy became cooler you know because there was definitely a point in high school where i obviously i'm super fucking nerdy like i love anime i love cartoons comic books i'm a massive superhero nerd and i was always pretty like i'm proud about that because you know the, whatever but there would seem like a point with yeah. tv and movies and stuff where that i remember that becoming a positive instead of a negative you know what i mean
0: i think it depends on where you grew up because like for me I was, thinking, I was like, like midwest saying, yeah. and like it like you know i also my senior year i i was outed and right. so i was dealing with that mm-hmm. bullshit and i kind of just closed up so because like i'm saying like i was in love like you t- you could talk to my mom like literally power ranger toys every year you know what i mean for like growing up like i love that shit but like for whatever reason especially in american football Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a culture of you know it's it's i can't put into words right now but there wasn't room for like the video the the pokemon and the i mean you could play ncaa and madden all all Fucking day, you know. Yeah. What I mean, talk about those kind right. of video games and Call of Duty and and Halo and things like that. But like, I'm the guy who played fucking Kingdom Hearts when everybody was into Halo. It's so you know, it, but I was still weird about like, like I kind of, kind of like said it jokingly, like, yeah, I'm into right. the the Kingdom Hearts. I yeah, like you that have kind to, of you game. have to like soften it by like. But that's, a, but that's it the thing. It's so <laughs> exactly. you know, It's yeah. so, it's yeah. so
1: interesting, and maybe this is like a very unique experience because on I played on a bunch of different hockey teams growing up, right? And in Toronto, like if you're like. <laughs> if you're playing a kind of top hockey, you're playing on like your school team and like another team. That's your main team. Right. But I remember like, I think it's one of those things that comes from people though too, because I had like a few friends and like specifically one of my, my really good friends who, who, was, like, always, like, very popular, really good at hockey, but, like, that guy on the team, who's, like, one of the biggest, like, Pokemon nerds I know, you know what I mean? Like, that type of thing. I get a message every once in a while being, like, yo, did you do, like, the Pokemon Go thing this weekend, or, like, that type of stuff, you know what I mean? And so, I think, because, like, she'd be, like, we'd be talking about Pokemon or whatever openly, like, no, like, that never felt like a thing, but I think that's a thing that probably, you know, relied pretty heavily on, like, him and people like that in the dressing room. Yeah.
2: So, it's it's just
1: interesting, you know, how, like, different from my perspective,
2: um, you know, Brandon, you said something that I think is, so I'm only a couple years younger than you guys. Uh, but for me, it was like, you're right in that like, quote unquote nerd mm-hmm. things were sort of popular. Right. Like when I was in high school, like Iron Man had just come out. Like, so like the Marvel shit was like fully like starting to take off and like that. And then we all know that it's like the most popular thing in the world now.
0: Well, it's funny, not really. Cause Iron Man, I... I feel was like that risk, right? That was like the first. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. But now of the, looking right, back, exactly. it's like yeah. the most
2: important, yeah. like famous, whatever thing ever. But there was a difference though, between like video games and like comic books and like anime. Like I felt like anime was still looked at as this like weird. And like part of it, I think is because it's foreign. And like part of it, I think is because it's like has a reputation of being like weird sex shit. Which like is both true and also really not true. Like it's just like different understandings of like what it is. Yeah, definitely and just like, depends
1: on what which anime What you're
2: is. watching. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a medium. It's not a genre. Like it's not like you can't just yeah. be like, oh, it's just one thing. That's like all music is just like one thing. Like, you know what I mean? That's not right. But like it's the same thing, Josh. Like I remember I grew up on *Tsunami*. right? Like every Saturday night I would watch *Tsunami* because it was like Fucking, that's all I wanted to do. And, like, just, the, it's all my favorite shows. Like, you had like Dragon Ball, and, like, I was big into Naruto, and, like, all of those shows. And I remember, like, when I, I was in, like, eighth grade, maybe seventh grade, uh, one of those two years, I was, like, watching, and, like, my dad had, like, his, like, uh, like, work, some, like, work friends, or, like, other dads in the neighborhood. You know how, like, dads get together? And they all, like, came down, and, like, saw what I was doing and like all like openly like laughed at me and like ridiculed me and that like traumatized me for a really long time. And then it's just like, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh, like, this is something that people just don't get. And like at school, like you can't talk about it. You know what I mean? And like, cause it was just seen as this like really weird, bizarre thing. And now that like Netflix has made it cool to watch. It's like on one hand, like I'm glad that it's getting a bigger exposure because genuinely some of my favorite artists of all time are like involved in anime, but also I'm a little bit like, fuck you because I had to go through all this shit. And now people can just be like, yeah, fucking uh, uh, one piece is the best. And
0: I'm like, God damn it.
2: You got to pay your dues, man. (laughs) You got to fucking go through the shit, man. Like I did, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I also, I also hung out with older, like Mm -hmm. people, you know? So like, I also, I think that kind of led into me kind of to act my, to act older. I kind of put that stuff away, but Mm -hmm. But no, I've, I'm enjoying the, the resurgence of everything and like, but it is a, it is a daily thing to not judge yourself yeah, yeah. for liking something that you might think in the back of your head that you shouldn't like at 30 years old. You know, there are some mm-hmm. people who will judge me or will think something cause I'm supposed to, you know, whatever be at some point in my life that they think is necessary at 30 years old. But for me, I'm, I'm loving my life. You know what I mean? I'm. You know, I'm finally getting footage from different short films nice. to with that to put together a more cohesive acting reel. I'm getting headshots in a week and a half. Like yeah. I'm, nice. who, uh, I'm like who are you doing I doing I'm very to? positive with David Knowles. This motherfucker is
2: gonna do David Don't. Knowles. Because apparently Shout out. he has three million dollars <laughs> to throw away. Well, I,
0: actually I, I got really lucky <laughs> no, because I, know, I, know, I know, made I know, the I deposit and then because of COVID, they had to like reschedule everything, so they took off an additional oh, that's amount. Awesome. And so I'm only paying, you know, I think total like a thousand. I mean, also so he's fantastic, which is only a couple hundred more than my other ones. He, couple years. He's ago,
1: fantastic. So. Like that's a no risk situation. No, I've it. never seen a yeah. David Nolse uh, headshot. That wasn't unreal. So, yeah.
0: yeah so so I'm excited to see what they look like. I just got my hair cut nice. yesterday. So I'm he's excited. No, he's looking, looking fly. Good. I'm kind of trying to own the, uh, because of the, the COVID way. And because of my and is at that owning the, the bear next door type,
1: you know but i mean look especially (laughs) especially now you know like castings are are going that way all the time which is
2: great like love the skin you're in baby it is
1: it is really uh cool obviously you know i'm on all the casting websites every day looking at everything and it's like it's one of those things where there's even now when like COVID is happening and shit like with production open in toronto you look at all the casting notices and like one like, it's not like there's not opportunities out there for everyone. I, sorry, there's not like there's not still opportunities out there for white dudes. But it's awesome seeing how many everything specifically they're looking for and everyone for different projects. And it's, it's it's just awesome. You know what I mean? Like, there's a significant change looking at it now compared to, you know, two years ago.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I think it it's all depends on the mindset that you're in and stuff. Yeah. And like, I, we look, we look at that as a positive, yeah. you know, like, I don't need to play you know, everything I just need to, you know, I, I and is getting used to kind of like what specifically you'll, you know, you, you would go for, and especially now that I've been listening to my voice for the last six months, you know, kind of realizing how I sound yeah. and like how that actually does. I feel lent like it, that is also within the package. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you look at my body type and then when I open my mouth, I sound like something different than what people may, you know, think initially but so that also kind of jumbles up like the type of like the character you play. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel anyway, in my opinion, um, like I'm more of the, the loyal, well, you know, friend, older brother type. Can of I, like, can I,
1: can I say you know, one of the best, uh, and you got, one of you is not going to agree with me, but one of the best versions of that I've seen was actually, was UK playing, one? um, Mozart. And I, I, I don't, you know, I think, I don't know if that was like an active choice or, Whatever, but it was Mozart, right? And yeah, yeah. Wait,
2: w- not gonna agree with
0: you. Wait, oh, I don't know, because you usually Sorry. you're
1: just like super, like no, then nah, no, nah, shit, because that's you know usually.
0: <laughs> oh, so I when know, you right said one of you may not agree, you were meaning Caleb. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah cause, <laughs> I was
0: like, Josh, you just hate like my performance. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I
2: there was, like, ready there was ready. It was probably to, a better way to, to have do another that. Another conversation. No, but um yeah you know, oh sorry yeah by the way josh told me after that you fucking suck uh, <laughs> like, no, no, so, so for the for the
1: audience uh it was just, what third year right third year yeah, yeah. so like end of third year Final uh, scene work, I Caleb think. and uh another friend of ours eddie brents did uh, a scene from amadeus right mm-hmm. um and caleb's playing mozart but one of the most phenomenal performances i've ever seen but your voice the entire time is i don't know like a full register higher than you are usually and it was like it just you know it made the character it was just one of the best pieces of character work i've ever seen but that's you know when we're talking about it it's like that yeah like that changes the character so much you know the you know the the voice the intonations the
2: tone um he's very the character as written and there's like um you know uh, discussions and, and discrepancies and arguments, um, like to the historical accuracy of the play, and and you know there were definitely liberties taken by Peter Schaffer when he was writing it. But uh, yeah, he's like in, in, very infantilized. He's like very immature, and he also Mozart was uh, deaf in one ear. Right. So just like those two things, I think you have to kind of like bring it up into like a higher register. Um, but I mean, well, thank you. You're no, dude.
1: It was yeah, that. it was it was great. It was fucking awesome. Wish you guys got to do that full play.
2: I know. I wanted to. Uh, there was no way we could have done it for. Also, there, we, there were-
1: speaking of voices, Eddie you guys got one of the best voices of all time.
2: We had a lot of people in our cohort. <laughs> Eddie, Juliet, both have great voices. Um, and then like Moses had a great oh, voice. Yeah. Um, and then that's not even counting everyone who could like sing.
0: Definitely,
2: we had we know some talented people. Yeah, it's pretty. They, it's pretty um, fun.
0: Yeah. We, I got the news not I did but like you guys hear that the Mets closing officially until next year no oh no, no. got the Baseball. news and so which kind of sucks for like probably Broadway and stuff like that where a lot of our friends and people are gonna theater live theater it's still a work in progress for sure Yeah, unfortunately but on the positive note you know starting next season you know Porgy and Beth is coming back so my roommate's very excited mm-hmm. for the possibilities for him professionally yeah. when it does come back and so I hope that even with all this uncertainty and everything going on, you know, like yeah. things are getting prepared and trying to put those pieces into place so that when it does hit the ground running, we can we can all hopefully find success. Yeah, man. Hopefully. So, well, so, uh, speaking any,
2: of Broadway, whoa, whoa, whoa. That time, <laughs> I was huh? wondering how we were going to transition.
0: I was going to say something about character. work. I was but, just going to uh, go hard. Uh,
2: do you should we take a just the briefest of breaks? And Let's get take
0: a brief break and we will come back and start talking about <laughs> the the adventure of like
1: Bruce Willis.
0: Bruce Willis, yeah, Bruce Bruce Willis. Willis <laughs> The adventure Love Affair of and Bruce Love Willis's hair <laughs> Of oh, his god. very prominent hair plugs, <laughs> which we'll talk about. <laughs> Alright, guys, refill your coffees. We'll be back just, to talk yeah. about Bruce Willis and his hair plugs. Oh my god. I hope. <laughs> everybody ready i'm ready all yeah right.
2: sorry i just had to
0: pee no please i had you to get coffee pee all you so, want <laughs>
2: all right i'm gonna do it right now
0: he's no he's literally doing it right now. <sighs> that's good anyway why is it so all yellow? right huh? he's dehydrated <laughs> i'm dehydrated which is weird because caleb drinks water all the time <laughs> it's actually 100 pure vodka
1: <laughs> that <laughs> would be a huge surprise
0: I pivoted, yeah. (laughs) And the coronavirus has been very difficult. You know what? Fuck it.
2: (laughs) Not only... When I did drink, it was never vodka. So that would have been 180. (laughs) like... like (laughs) like personality twist. Sorry, Josh.
0: No. Speaking of drinking, uh, Bruce Willis drinks in a movie from 1992 called Death Becomes Her. And not only Bruce Willis, but you have Goldie Hawn, Meryl Streep, Isabella... <laughs> Fuck! All right, let me try that again. No,
2: Sorry, I got tongue tied.
0: Isabella Rosaline. Isabella Rosaline. Who, by the way, I'm going as for Halloween. From, All you need is a curtain and some jewels. From this, well placed jewels. Yeah, why not? Well well-placed placed jewels to cover your tits like rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Death Becomes Her, uh, cult classic in the gay community. Um. Never saw it, so I was really excited to get this off my list. You know, uh, the real quick synopsis you have. Um, I'm trying to I would try and sum it up here real quick. Uh, you have two friends, two women who have a history together who are always trying to competing. You know, one's married to Ernest, Bruce Willis. Um, then Bruce Willis leaves for, you know, Meryl Streep's character is a, a Broadway actress or an actress. Um, so he leaves for he leaves for her jump seven years. Goldie Hawn. It's depressed and like it's trying to be revengeful and uh, revengeful towards Meryl Streep. And then, you know, and but both women are, you know, trying to fight aging and stuff like that. They take a potion that prevents them from aging, but then also twist, you know, they can't die. And so then it's just kind of and then hilarity ensues, you know, Um, in a nutshell, because I didn't think about this through th- before this recording so that was just kind of off the cusp <laughs> and i probably did a terrible job i'm sorry to all my friends listening if i completely bastardized the synopsis of death becomes her directed by robert zemeckis who we mentioned a couple weeks ago and <laughs> we a little shout out the charlie <laughs> not, kaufman movie thinking of anything, so Yeah. um so it was fun to watch this movie what'd you guys think of it uh
1: so i Okay, so I had never heard of it before. So when last week, and and I'm not going to lie to you guys, uh, as per usual, like Wednesday night sometimes, I like get off work, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, what are we watching? And then I go back and listen to the end of the last podcast, and then I'm like, all right, cool, and then I look it up. So when at the end of the last podcast, you had said it was like a, you know, big cult hit in the LGBTQ community, so I expected it to be an LGBTQ movie. And then when I pulled it oh, up okay. and I was like, "Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis, oh, this is oh oh, I get it. It's it's like super campy and stuff. Okay, okay, cool." But I went into it thinking it was like a dramatic, like you know what I mean, like emotional oh, piece.
2: Okay. No, 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 <laughs> oh, No, 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 no. no do no, you mean no. are you? Do you mean that you didn't find it to be like a powerful piece of dramatic storytelling, Brandon?
1: Look, I I enjoyed it. Uh, you know what I mean. It was a nice change up too. Of. The stuff that yeah, definitely nice we've been nice, watching, and like, you, they don't make shit like this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I that's okay. I it's but like they, yeah. But look, but like, look, the campiness of it was fun. You know, all of them very much on purpose, theatrically overacting. You know, would have been a more annoying had it been anyone else other than the three of them who are great. You know, it just, it's just like. No, I, you know, I agree with fun. you in
2: that it's fun. Like, it's campy yeah. and, and, like, uh, you know, Josh and I were talking a little bit before we hopped on the recording and uh, I I think it's crazy because, like, so Meryl Streep specifically, like, particularly, is known for, I think, her, like, powerful dramatic turns, like, where she wins the Oscars yeah. all the time. And I think, like, that's, like, definitely, like, she's amazing. But she's also so funny. Yeah. Like, she was hilarious in this movie. She had me dying yeah. all the time as uh, a... As, as madeline ashton like even <laughs> even at, in like the first opening when, when we open on like the broadway show and what is what is very clearly not actually new york like did that bother you guys it was like i don't know if no. it was cg or whatever but it was like this is like a fake, there's
0: definitely like a noir yeah kind of, like, was, yeah, like, like design art. what's happening
2: that, that's yeah. that's, that's what all the like, like, like stylized. oh she's fucking terrible <laughs> she's fucking awful like they're yeah. walking out of the <laughs> thing which is just so like she can't even be bad like to pretend Oh, like, right, she yeah was yeah, great. yeah, like that that like that like I, it's obviously supposed to be like a dumb music unlike you know like with like the dancing and like the, the the boys like the backup dancers singing it was like okay this is like a bad but like she was great and i was agreed with bruce like everybody's like oh this is awful but you pan to bruce in the theater being like she's marvelous <laughs> like it's just like she's just so wonderful and bruce willis playing against type too like
1: i was really like i really enjoyed him a lot uh
2: he was fucking, it's fucking funny. hilarious.
1: And like, well, that's the thing I want to say about Meryl Streep, right? You can't, you can't for us, I guess even more so because like, we just grew up with her being Meryl Streep. Like you said, like she's the best actor. Do you know what I mean? Like arguably she's the best. You know what I mean? Like
2: she's one of, she's definitely one of the
1: best. Yeah. But like, if she's you look character. at like on yeah. paper, right? Mm-hmm. Like number of nominations, wins, all of uh, arguably she's the best. If you wanted to go by that, right? Um, it's so interesting though that when she does something like this or anything really, she's so good that she does it, and you're like, "That's Meryl Streep," but your mind shifts to like, "It's Meryl Streep, but it's this Meryl Streep,"
2: <laughs> you know. I was actually, you know, for 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 them being as recognizable as actors, like like I feel like I, I'll believe them as their characters. No, but that, like, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, you can't get away from the fact I wasn't
2: distracted yeah like, yeah at, About that, it was she's Bruce that, or that it was good Meryl. that yeah, even though really you're t-
1: like that's Meryl Streep the whole time it's you know what I mean it's still totally believable yeah. that's how it ridiculously it's good definitely. she
2: is and it's it's also it, it reminds me like because I don't know it's like kind of like the Oscars don't like I know that it's like they don't really mean anything it's not like oh this is actually like a math that's not like the best like whatever um but it's like oh she gets nominated every time she does anything it's like annoying like you know what I mean, yeah. Uh but then like I'm like fuck. Like I get it though because she's always great. Like she's always great, and just I think I I don't know if she's the best, but I feel like she's probably the most consistent. Yeah, like the most. I, I, I think great. that's
0: what I I was gonna kind of chime in real quick in terms of yeah she's always nominated or whatever, but I think it's always like I think she picks her roles well. I think she knows what she can do, yeah, but like also Mia. or that there's wasn't there this movie that she did where she was. A bad state, like the character. Florence was Florence Foster
2: s- Jenkins, yeah, she was like a rich woman who wanted to be an opera singer, but like has can't sing.
0: Yeah, right. which is it's funny. Which is okay, like if, for somebody, like you don't always have to, like I think there's it's totally okay to have your time to like play, you know, Julia Child, or you could play Mama Mia. Oh, right. Yeah, she's been know? everybody. And too. it's like because, uh, but when you see her act, especially in this movie, I feel like she's just having fun and she just enjoys the craft, or like. Active, mm-hmm. yeah, right yeah, she's an. And actress. so, especially in this movie, in the early '90s. Oh, it's so '90s, <laughs> and it's so '90s, yeah. and it's so. Uh, Brain, I guess I'll I'll go right into your comment about the the gay cult classic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's the connection? Watching the movie now. twice. yeah. So the connection is, as gay men, we're very vain. <laughs> Some of us are, but. Um, nice save. In a nice, in a nice generalized <laughs> term, like if you if you look at like RuPaul's Drag Race, if you look at. You know, these queens or these, these people like uh, in the gay boys that I've worked at, you know, watching the clientele come through, a lot of them are very, very judgmental of other people. It's all about looks, all about how muscul- muscular you are or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. who has the biggest ass, you know what I mean? So, like, in that sense, when you have two characters who are essentially drag queens themselves, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> in terms of their how they act... And how they're just about the looks, of like that, and how they're about the bosom and the the young boy, you know, the the pool boy, the the other house.
1: Yo, he was just mean. But oh,
0: well, just like the, unnecessarily. Okay. like, yeah, weird. You like how dare you? You don't know what I'm. You don't know. You don't care about my feelings. People think we look ridiculous together.
2: How do you think that makes me feel, yeah. Madeline? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that's a part that um,
2: Billy Magnuson would play today. Um, that's like that's the equivalent I mean, you guys are like that's who the true. fuck are you talking about <laughs> sorry never mind anyway
0: um, but to, to go on but it's the it's inspired a lot of a lot of drag queens Um, they do a lot of events I think it's it's how bitchy they are to each right. other like I always told friends that like if I didn't make fun of you then I didn't like you I just wouldn't talk to you if I didn't like you you know so like, it, there's that kind of culture in the gay community of like we always kind of throw a little shade it's always it's, it's for fun right, right? and even because this is so campy and so, like, over the top, it's very it's very fun to kind of make fun of it and, like, you know, like, sitting in the car when they're driving and she just goes, could you just not breathe? Yeah, oh, my God. Like, what a really bitchy comment to say, but it's, it's so funny because, like, you totally would say that to, like, somebody who's, like, breathing hard or snoring. Like, because just how gay men tr- tend to treat each other is a very friendly kind of banter like shade throwing type kind of thing. Right. And so that's so growing up, I'm sure people like watch this movie and was like, yes, I love this. And they try and emulate that. Yeah. Um Positive and that's models. you know, that's kind of and like the cost you know, the, the outfits were great. You know, the the red dress on Goldie, you know, to to fucking Isabella's Every of oh her costumes, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, sure was, yeah. a drag queen has used the white, the white coat. That was just the that coat, coat baby. or like the it's it's the jewels over the, the breasts jewels. and the, and the <laughs> red curtain. It's the it's the having Tom, Dick and Harry as henchmen who are in these like Fabio yeah, Fabio styles and these Dobermans. And they're and like, it's very gay. It's it's very gay. They dre-
1: then they're dressed like, like they're, that whole mansion. They're dressed like they stepped right out of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Those yeah. things, right, know. and so that's what I was telling yeah. Caleb.
0: It's yes. like this. This feels a lot like Rocky right. Horror, yes. where you can just kind of have fun. Yeah, with it definitely it. has that feel. And also Beetlejuice in terms of tone yeah. and humor. Yeah, very Beetlejuice very in my opinion. Because I, Ryan and I just watched it again. Actually, on I think on HBO, Beetlejuice was on or AMC or something. I don't remember. it's a Great movie. Um, I thought they were making yeah, a new one. Yeah, so, and it's it's so great. Like even down to just the the thunderstorm and her crying in the car and looking at herself and then having to halt the car, you know, stop the car. And then she's just drenched in wet and they dressed in the rain. And like her, like the whole transformation, right. You get like the breasts and the butt. Yeah. That was and fantastic. Then you get, she turns around and I'm a girl. Like I guarantee you every drag queen has said that line yeah. in character at some point during one of their shows at like yeah. in history. Well, after the movie was made, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's like it's things like that that kind of and it's the whole like fighting for eternal beauty like how many men do i see that have gotten the botox just like you know they're all they're they're so obsessive about maintaining a youthful body that it's of course like this movie that's all this movie's about this movie's about yeah. trying to fight that natural aging process you know if you were to you know and then obviously you have Bruce Willis's character who's just like who actually asks the questions like, well, why would I want What if I get lonely? What if I do this? Well, I'll watch everybody. Yeah. I don't want to do this. He was
1: so funny, man.
0: <laughs> and it's like, it's funny. Yeah. He was
1: So, he so, was so funny.
0: I feel like I, there are many people that could probably explain this better than no, I, no, I, I definitely but, but get that's, it. That's the best correlation that I can. No, I mean, I feel like you've, you've hit the heart of, I think what, even that
1: correlation between like it and like Rocky, Horror picture show. You can really feel like it makes sense. Like I get it. You know, like why the, why that would be a cult classic in in the uh lgbtq uh, excuse me lgbtq community um yeah know i was just i was just interested because i really i went into this movie like before i looked it up thinking that it was like a like
0: I think it was like call me by your name yeah
1: yeah, yeah 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 yeah, exactly exactly like it was like a really important lgbtq movie
2: Another,
0: uh, comedy. <laughs> well in a sense it is important it's part of the canon of like young gays coming up and yeah. like you always have your like your mother, so to speak, who has this list of DVDs that you must watch, including, you know, um, oh, what's the one with, um, oh God. Uh oh. Oh no.
2: He's going to lose g- gay points Oh now. God, no, my points are, I can just see them.
0: <laughs> I can see them leaving. <laughs> see them leaving. The, the three guys dressed up as drag queens. Two Wong Fu. Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Yeah, two Wong Love. Fu. I really Julie
1: Dude, so it was, it was super fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. But what, what you know, what kept really getting me and surprised me about the movie, and is one of those things that I think probably puts it in that category and makes it a good movie. The writing—they kept getting me on the twists and shit. I was like, all right. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I thought uh, Goldie Hawn was dead for sure. Spoiler alert. Um.
0: Okay, I okay, f- but here can I can I answer that actually? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I was like, if no you light. look at the movie poster. The movie poster is Meryl Streep with her head turned on backwards. Oh, okay. It's so this was Goldie Hahn with a hole in her stomach with the candles with, and Bruce Willis in the middle. So I saw the poster and I was like, Oh, well another okay. you know, that kind of tells everything but, but, right oh, away. But even more so. than
1: but there's there was it just kept they kept switching it up, which I liked. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, like they, I I definitely they, you know, like they turn on Bruce Willis, they, you know, want him to become immortal so he can keep fixing it. It was just like, oh, this is yeah. It's just it was better written than it looked like it was gonna be story wise, you know?
2: There were aspects of the writing that I thought were surprisingly good, but I, I didn't feel like it was like like so a small thing that I really liked is I liked how they and I don't know I, I don't know if this was written or they, it was directed this way, but I liked how like they would talk over each other, like characters yeah. would talk mm-hmm. over each other a bunch, like how like real people talk. It's like I, I understand like when you're making a movie, like, you know, that's not You know, you want the lines and that's not just how you pace your things. But I always appreciate it when people actually like talk like real people and like these they're not on the same wavelength and they're bickering and like there's lots of overlap of information. I thought that was a nice touch, but I have no idea if that was how it was written or if that was some exorcist directorial choice. But um, I was impressed for like the first for like a good, honestly, like the first act, especially. But then like even the middle. um, They move along like at a pretty Fast cliff. Yeah. Like this movie's only an hour 40. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they get a lot of information in there really immediately. Like you, it starts at the show and then like backstage and then they're like, uh, the first time I actually laughed was when uh, Goldie Hawn's like, she's done this before. I know, I know she's going to steal you away. And he's like, I'm not in love with Madeline Ashton hard cut to like them at the altar and like walk. It's, it's like, okay. And then it's like seven years later, like like, seven years later. That cracked me up. And it's like, you know, and it's like, um, that's what I'm saying. So it like moves along. And then like, I feel like at some point though, and we can like get into the details and everything. I feel like the, the movie, like most of the movie was like set up. And then when almost like, An hour and fifteen minutes in, it's like, oh, this is the movie now is finally starting. Where like both of the women have then it's revealed they've both drank the potion and they Mm -hmm. kind of make up. And then it's like now we have to get like Bruce Willis to agree to fix us up forever. And then it's like they go to the castle and it's this whole thing. Like I wasn't a fan of like the ending. Like I feel like the last twenty minutes was kind of boring and it was like really long and sort of ended on a weird note. Yeah, the funeral scene um, was for me. Cause they have like the writing is like, it's a cool idea and they spend a lot of like time, like getting to like the idea, but then like there's like almost a half hour left of the movie by the time the women make up. And I feel like that should have been the end, you know, like the, the resolution to the climax. I was just like, Oh, it's like, there's still so much more boring shit. I don't care about left. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what I did like, what I thought the coolest part of the movie was when they're at the castle and you see all the people who are alive. And a fake their deaths, like that was <laughs> oh, a I great thought, I thought concept. Was
2: kind of annoying, <laughs> I
0: liked it. Yeah, I mean, I it definitely was a little bit gratuitous. The James Dean one Can was I say the best that, one. Gratuitous? The
2: the 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 Elvis. I was like Elvis, oh, shut up Marilyn Monroe, like, James, Dean. Like, James James he,
0: Dean. Of course, he turns. Exactly. And looks exactly yeah. like every poster you see of James. That Dean. was the best one. I you liked know, it. Definitely...
2: I, I liked it when they implied it. Yeah. Like when, uh, when Isabella is trying to get Meryl to do it and she does the Greta Garbo impression and Meryl's like her, like <laughs> that's what they should have left it at. I think just actually like seeing like the people yeah. dress up and like do the impressions. Kind like, like, of oh, away. This, yeah. This the... is like annoying. Like I liked it better when it was a mystique, when it was like, Oh, like what is this cult? Like it like sometimes you, it's better to leave things to the imagination. Sure. I think. Because then it's like, who is this person? Like, is she like a gypsy? Is she a witch? Like, what's actually going on? Like, I like that Isabella's character was mysterious for a while, but then it turns well, right. out.
0: Right. What do you guys thoughts? Like, like, are it is she like a devil character? But like, but the potion is like in like an Egyptian symbol kind of. Like, I, I don't what even do you think? think they know. I think it's okay. just,
2: a, I think it's the potion of youth that somehow got made yeah. And, yeah uh, i also
1: like have a bigger people. issue with that in that like they're freaking out trying to get the potion back from him right and like 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 it's the only one and i'm like there's a whole well that's the thing is we don't people. know we
2: have no context yeah, because we,
1: well, no, we, we watched Marilyn chug the whole bottle so there has to be a shit ton more of it
2: but i'm saying like <laughs> i'm saying they never established like right, what no, that's is, what i mean and like if it's a finite and like you know so like
0: yeah.
1: But as we talk about I it, know. I think it's it's got. Uh, I'm just.
2: Well, remember
0: that like the they wanted youth, right? him to drink it so that they so wanted then, him to drink it so that he can, they can he can keep touching mm-hmm. them up with the spray yeah, paint and things yeah. like that.
2: So when he when he drops it, it's like oh he's gonna die because he's gonna fall. But then yeah, he crashes through the glass, oh. the stained glass into the water, which is like how that works. Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can just be totally fine as you climb out of the water, and then these two people are like fucking, and they're like hey, What's going on? Yeah. It's just so yeah.
0: Weird. But- I, what did you? The twist
1: is that Bruce Willis was alive the whole time. I
2: see what he did. <laughs> did you see
0: what he did, Josh? Oh, you mean the dichotomy of the women versus Bruce Willis? And he made a six sense joke. And he's no. very
2: proud of himself. You can't see because we're not recording it. the video, but he's very proud of himself. Honestly Well at first I was like, it took me a second. I was like, What are you you fucking idiot? Of course he was a laptop, but then I was like, uh Do <laughs> okay.
0: you know I've only seen that one thirty second clip? Of, of uh, Sixth Sense? Six, of six Sense.
1: Yeah. It's a good movie. But it's hard to watch now, you know, once you know. Kind of like
0: Shawshank or like The Shining. Like we've kind of, it's been saturated into our
1: but we, I mean, consciousness. But Shawshank still surprised me. Not like, it's just Shawshank, I mean, same with The Shining. They're just still both like, oh my God, everything's so fucking interesting. Sure. And how it shod shit. You know? I
0: wanted to shout out to uh, the special effects. They did win the Academy Award. The year for best visual effects. What uh, what year was it? Some of them were pretty um, were pretty bad. We're talking
2: about we're Death, talking Becomes, about, her again yeah, Death yeah. Becomes Her. Yeah, Death Becomes Yeah, and I know it was like the night. I know it was like thirty years but, ago, ninety two. But I was like, I was because that was a selling point. I remember like reading up yeah. about it. It was like the special effects were like for the time really good. But I don't know. Like it's like especially Meryl's neck. Like everything looked really fake, and yeah. like a lot of the fast moving CGI stuff. And and you think about like. Jurassic Park came out two years later, right? And it's still incredible. Like, I feel like there's, it's not really, they weren't really. Well, I think there's a
0: difference (laughs) between, like, having, like, animatronic kind of, like, dinosaurs and also having, like, what I would assume as a contortionist like on the floor slowly getting up that was out awesome. of the crumpled heap of the body.
2: Well, that's, but that's like you in know? the background, but like right. I'm talking about the shit like of her in the foreground of like the dangling. Well, like.
0: Right. But then like, but you have to realize that like it's, it's the things like with the, with the hole in the stomach and her th- stupid, this is so stupid. Her throwing the yeah, fucking yeah. shovel handle through the hole into the couch and like, and then Goldie Hawn sitting into it, like, you can definitely see how it's fake but back on standard tvs or movie whatever back in the day like with how film was i feel like that would have been like oh shit cool man yeah like okay you know
1: also, yeah, like back
2: in the day i'm sure what it was
1: great, seemingly the, like, the practical stuff was was what looked the best like when she falls down the stairs for the first time when he pushes her and she like breaks that her,
2: was the hardest i laughed for the right? whole movie like how long the, was the that un- staircase the unending And staircase. i don't know <laughs> yeah. if
1: that was a Dummy or a stunt person or what? But it was unbelievable.
2: That I mean, was a dumb, that it was, must that have was been a dummy. Dumb, dumb. But how yeah. many times do you push have to, but, but I was watching. I was
1: watching that, being like, how many times do you have to throw a dummy down a staircase for it to work that well?
2: You know what I mean? Like how many times do you have to do that? What? What a uh, what core strength it was. nice it was, right? right? to be able to like be on the teetering edge. Oh my and God. No, and, yeah. and, and like it's one
1: of those things Definitely that I need on wires because like, it's, it's like a minute and a half. <laughs>
2: Yeah, obviously, but I'm talking about the character oh, oh, okay. <laughs> with her new abs that she just got. And I
0: bring that back at the end, too, which um, is funny. Well,
2: that's another, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised, Brandon. Like, there's, like, lots of little moments. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. Like, I knew that he was going to push her after she called insults him. Like, that's just what was going to happen. And then he, she's like, you dummy. And then he go, his face drops. He's like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, funny, but I don't think it was, like, I wasn't impressed, I feel like, the way you were saying you were. Like I knew that, like obviously Goldie Hawn had drank the potion. Like obviously they were both gonna like do that. Like you know, um, I did like how, um, and then they just don't do any. It doesn't go anywhere. Like they don't do anything interesting with like Isabella Rossellini. They don't do Mm -hmm. anything interesting with like that that doctor who I guess was also in on Uh. it. The one like giving every like her card. Like it's
0: just like. I don't oh, know. No, but like, what what was that place? Cause like, so the scene, like she goes in, I don't know if it's some sort of blood work or some sort of Botox type of, it's like a blood transfusion. It's like, like cause, and then you see like, there's that reveal of like the mirror, the, of the guy. guy in the wheel, that's like whatever. Yep. And then you have, you know, that's where, I mean, that's where you get the quote, like tits like rocks or whatever, the 20 year old <laughs> skin. But the guy, when you talk about character, right? Like kind of campy, whatever. It's like the guy with the eyelid, right? Like him being able to like mm. wink like that, oh. for whatever reason. Like I'm like I fucking laughed. Yeah, like, that so was botox. awesome. <laughs> was bad botox, <laughs> and just kind of the the, the mannerisms mm. and like the the way he kind of his character yeah. is. It's very it's it's funny, you know. And um, you know, and then it's just it's being able to watch Meryl Streep run around the room frantic because she needs to look beautiful. And she's like, "What do you think?" Well, I'm going to wash myself with like water, soap and water, like, oh, and she's like, like a, checking herself Does out, she and say she's like, like a poor person or like, what does she say? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's like makeup doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it is, it is it is funny. There's one of the other moments I'm glad they, because there's, so there's multiple instances where they bring things back, right? So it's like, for instance, when at the be- very beginning at the, the Broadway show, they say, oh, your friend Helen is here or whatever. And she's like, okay. And she has to like get herself ready. And she has to like practice the reaction, right? We've all been there where we're like, you know, obviously we're not like surprised, but like where you practice kind of what you're going to say. You know, we're actors, whatever. So she's going through, oh, and then she has to do it, right? But then you have Goldie Hawn, who's like doing the air in the eyes and like, I need to speak to Madeline. Okay. You know, because you know, it's all vain. It's all surface. It's all, you know, it's not. They're not trying to that. This movie is not something to like for deep character driven work it's bruce willis frantic because he doesn't want to get arrested and my favorite line in the entire movie is meryl streep going do you know what they do to soft bald overweight republicans in jail and then he goes crazy and he needs to like you know
2: yeah bury the body or guess, yeah it was, it was definitely i liked the uh when goldie hawn is like telling him the the murder yeah. plan like how they how they <laughs> shot- how they shot. She them.
0: drank a little bit too much and
2: as they like cut like through bottles, their- like so many bottles in the fire, uh, <laughs> and, and then her, um, her fucking in the morgue, the burned Chris thing with the but yeah. But yeah. even yeah. So, yeah. even that. I was like, watching that
1: just scene, just another drunk, and I was drive. like, oh, this makes sense for a lot of reasons. Like you kind of need to shoot this to put some of those shots in the trailer to not make, you know what I mean? Like I would be yeah. surprised if they didn't use like a lot of those shots very blatantly. You know, with like her and Bruce Willis on top of the burning car as like a red herring type of thing.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen the trailer for this movie. So
1: I'm you haven't seen any sure. trailers ever.
0: <laughs> you saw the Dune trailer. trailer. Um, but I no, saw. I, I definitely, I, I appreciate the fact that they were, I would say in my opinion, consistent in terms of like, it was a campy movie. It was ridiculous. And it kind of told by minus towards the end where the funeral scene is kind of like, I mean, we've all cackled. And I know we, you know, but I think, that was more for the reveal of yeah. like their, their work compared to his work in terms of the spray paint and, and they like, down another
2: goddamn staircase.
0: Right. And then they have busted <laughs> into pieces. It was you know?
2: absurd. The amount of shots of Meryl Streep yeah. falling downstairs were in this movie. Like, I don't think that you can say that about any other. It was movie. awesome.
0: No, I think in that, and I feel like that is where I get this. Place.
2: I was, uh, I felt a little like, I don't know. I know it's the nineties and I, I'm not trying to be like the PC police or anything. But I was like, you know, the whole like, hon in a fat suit, and like then like yeah. immediately to like all the mental health patients. I was like, oh come on, it's it's very dated in like in those sure. ways. yeah. But like, d- this is kind of the best way to put it. You know, not that I'm like sitting here like I am so offended, but like I'm also like oh like this is you don't probably need to do it this way, and like you can like avoid doing. Yeah, there's a reason that this shit doesn't happen. it's like
1: you're not making you're not remaking Shallow Hal. You know what I mean?
2: oh god that's like and why not (laughs) i want a remake i want a gritty dark reboot of shallow hell where like you know he gets like a really bad brain injury and then he's like in the wheelchair but then like this like hold on hold on on,
1: on. before we get too distracted uh do we want to talk about that episode of community and if so do we want to figure that out
0: i want a whole pc thing uh oh i
2: guess we have a we can we can if you guys want to josh and i like talked about it a little bit already
0: I think okay, so quick tangent for the listener. Sorry, it's a, it's a big it's a big one eighty. Um Or do you want to have that be the end? Well that's Did that's you what you
2: I was
1: saying. I I mean if we wanted to talk about the movie and then we go let's into finish talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. finish
0: talking about Death Becomes, because yeah. I don't think we need to go into a huge conversation about it, but I would like to make a comment on it. Yeah, I am
1: I'm, I'm not even gonna comment on it in the I mean I might say something about the the fact that it got pulled, but it's just I just want to talk about the episode in general. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs>
0: So, but real quick, kind of, like, finish, it's, yeah, I mean, it definitely, there are definitely some things that we can pull from it that are funny. Like, like having having Goldie Hawn being evicted from her apartment while watching a death scene, like Meryl Streep's character in a movie on TV, like, that kind of, that was humorous to me. You know, it's this idea that she's piling. Well, the idea
2: that she's so obsessed with, like, of like getting revenge on this person that as she's getting evicted from her right. home, she's like rewinding the tape is funny. Yep. The fact that she's just like fat is like not funny. Of to course me. not. No. Like I in in the way that that I'm like I don't like I didn't make me laugh. Like that shot of her right. like bending over and then she's back up in the fat suit. Like that's supposed to be funny. I'm like right. oh it's just oh she's just ate a lot. She's just like fat.
0: I think it's funny though because in the nineties like it's it's a pretty bad fat suit. Too. Yeah. Like We've seen fat suits like like in like uh um,
2: like in Norbit. God, Norbert Churchill. um
0: but uh Churchill you know like there's some good effects that you can make somebody look heavier um but even it's 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 but it's but it's that vein it's that shallowness it's that the the only thing that's important to these women are their appearances and that is true in Meryl Streep's eyes knowing that she's as heavy as he is that's a win for Meryl Streep's character because she gets little tickets to her book signing or whatever and she goes, oh forever young what a nice title ho, ho. and eternally fat you know because it's that's the kind of shit that like yeah. gay men unfortunately will say about each other like it is it is definitely um, yeah. part you know of the I mean? plot
1: and story too it's not it is like because it is all about how vain no i know it's
2: really because
1: yeah.
0: you like get that great all, reveal of they're all you know? but then
2: it's like okay so it's like why is this movie popular and you say that it's like popular in the gay community and it's just these like women like being criticized and Just hypercritical to each of each other, yeah. other's bodies, calling each other a bitch the whole time. Yep. I'm like, it's pretty misogynistic. Yeah, <laughs> Like, and that's, I think that's kind of like worth mentioning. Cause like, you know, I, I think that like, there's stuff to appreciate about it for sure. But I was like, kind of shocked. Like, wow, they really like, they treat these women pretty horribly. And I know that they're like bad people. um And they have like, they're like, <laughs> but they're like, The resolution to their conflict of their like redeeming traits is like it was just like a huge misunderstanding, and like they were both like really mean to each other, as yeah, that wasn't the yeah, and then it's like, oh, but then they're like fine, and then like they're like, now we got to go get Bruce Willis to do what we want, and he's just like. He might as well have looked to the camera and been like, women are crazy, right? (laughs) It's just like, oh, okay. It just wasn't as interesting as I was hoping it or like nuanced as I feel like it could have been. You know what I mean? Well, and then, and it was also written by two men. So it's like, okay.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, all that you have to obviously take all that context into, you know, it's the same. I think it's funny with these things that are considered cult classics or for certain communities, like they're very important films you know, it's kind of like the the two Wong Fu are all is a three straight men dressing in drag, mm-hmm. you know, giving light to this like community when they have zero experience as the actual characters, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but that was also white chicks. I, I think late eighties <laughs> white chicks.
2: What's wrong with that? I'm chicks? just saying it's um, another
0: example of movie. men
1: dressing in drag. For you know, a movie. we can. <laughs>
0: we can you know it's like it's we need to also you know we need to take the reality of the situation of the context and realize yeah cool but then also what does that take and i can see kind of because of the mentality because of the characteristics of the people involved in in the movie i guess characters of characters that's really redundant but you know i can i don't think anybody is arguing just to be, be a counterpoint kind of a thing is nobody's arguing like it's not misogynistic i'm sure people will sit down if they critically think about this move they're like oh yeah but it's, it's also not, but it's also okay. it's not
1: serious that's the other side of it right like it's not serious. you You can chuckle a little right? bit like, and then you
0: can go on with your exactly life. Yeah. it's yeah. not
1: it's not misogynistic for misogynistic purposes it's misogynistic because the women are being overly comedic and dramatic on you know purpose thematically so
2: so it's like misogyny is cool if it's a joke
1: Oh, cool. Thanks, Caleb. All right. Fun way to uh wrap up that conversation. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> isn't that what you isn't that what you just said in a in a
1: sense? No. That's uh, not what I said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well then how did I then I guess I misunderstood your comment. Because like when you said like when you say like I mean I I just I I'm not saying like that I think that that's what you think at all. But I'm saying like it's like, you know, I hear what you guys are saying, but I was like it it did like kind of strike me. Like, um, you know, watching this movie, I was like, oh, this is, it is sort of like making me a little uncomfortable, but I was just like, oh, this is like some of the things that they wanted me to laugh at. I was like, I don't really think that's that funny. (laughs) And then like, for all of the things that we were talking about, how like the positive qualities of it, I I don't think it's enough for me to be like, to ignore these other aspects of it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. But we also, we also view things in a very different lens. 28 years later you know yeah. what i mean we can't we can't not help look at through well that's, that's not my hold on that's just
1: my point i guess i i feel like you know especially now if you went out and made something like that it would be very fair to question you know what the fuck are you doing What first of all why is it being written by two men like what whatever you want to question about it
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: back then that's what i mean i guess by the fact that it's not i don't think Robert Zemeckis or anybody sitting there writing this being like yeah there's gonna have some sweet undertones of misogyny it's like oh how well okay how do we we want to make these two characters funny they're the leads they're shitting on Bruce Wells the whole time you know like I Willis yeah, is like the like, back
0: the, like the spineless yeah. male who gets essentially just abused by the women the whole time like <laughs> yeah, <you know.
2: laughs> yeah and then he you know in a way comes out on top in the end of which is like sort of a weird like very like male fantasy almost and you see like the, the, the the nebbish like but the
0: women still are there to like cackle at him to like, cackle at him you know and am I'm, I'm, I'm you know i'm you just know.
2: saying like i don't think that i yeah like i agree brandon like it's definitely different if that movie was going to be made today but i don't think that like you mean uh, the intentionality aside like like whether or not it was like a, a purposeful or a lack of a thing it's still indicative of the state of the industry at the oh, time, yeah, and yeah, in 100%. a lot of ways, is still the state of the industry today. 100%. Like that hasn't gone away. And I think it, I just was saying I think it's worth pointing out. I don't think that like time context is like always an excuse to to like write things off. You know, that's all. I was
1: saying. No, but even the and I totally get that. But I guess the other side of that is then like, how do you write this? You know, I guess that's my th-
2: that's what I'm saying. I don't think you had to. Well, that, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's not something that, that to I guess get what I'm saying hey, is but with you- the
1: story the way it is about being about these two women who are very vain on like, that's what it's all about.
2: I don't know how it, I think a bigger, I think a bigger uh, exploration into the culture and, and uh, what led them to have these ideas in the first place An examination of how the Hollywood system and how it pits women against each other and how it sort of like, promotes this idea of vanity and i think like if you actually had like a critical yeah. examination of that you can have these characters come to a sort of realization and be like oh actually the way we've been living our lives and as, our relationship is like, as, as opposed to
1: the realization that hey maybe i shouldn't be immortal yeah i got you i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying yeah
2: i think there is a
0: way to do I it i think i mean then that's and that's so that's that'll be that would have been a different movie. But that's so but I that's think, the movie you make now that's the movie you make. That's the movie yeah. you make now. I Back in 92, you make, and I'm not, and I I keep mentioning the time because, and I know we can't not think about whatever the time, it's not an excuse, but it's like, but it is the context, just like the context is that it was kind of, it's very misogynistic at the time, even though it was, you know, it's all relative. So, um, you know, at the time people thought that was funny, so they made the movie and it, you know, I'm, some people fine.
2: think it's funny today. I'm sure we I'm, I'm was just, <laughs> I it was funny sometimes. I think that other aspects of it were funny. Yeah, I'm saying there's like there's like physical comedy and there's like good
0: performances, but all this other shit. Uh, yeah.
1: That being said, should we rank it? Because we're running about an hour ten already.
0: Yep. Let's uh, let's rank. Let's um, Let's rank, and then we can we can real quick go into because it actually goes into the whole joke thing. Um, I will go first. I'm going to give it. <laughs> You got your phone open? Yeah, I got it.
1: I'm going to give it a 3.5. Seems fair.
0: I liked it I liked it better than Dune. I thought it was solid as a dark comedy.
2: Better than Dune, Josh Stur. That's the review. I, uh,
1: <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3. I enjoyed it. It was a nice change up. It just, you know what I mean? It, it like, yeah, it just it is what it is it was fun it was enjoyable you know it it totally worked for me everybody's awesome in it the three of them are fantastic and super fun but yeah it's you know just is what it is
2: yeah i give it a three
0: as well cool yeah awesome so real quick before we go into my suggestions and now i know what i want to i want (laughs) to pick um oh my god so can't wait (laughs) Okay, so real quick, we did mention at the beginning of the episode that we did, Caleb and I, we all three now have seen a specific episode of the show, Community. Uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah, I just want to oh.
1: say, the reason I originally brought this up was not really having anything to do with the, you know, fact that it's been taken down because of blackface or anything like that. That's like one pretty quick thing at the beginning. And so just to explain to get through that, this episode is the Dungeons and Dragons episode of Community. It's been pulled off of everything, um, because, uh, at the beginning Chang is dressed up as a dark elf to play Dungeons and Dragons and he has like white silver hair, but he's also in like dark, like black paint. And so there's obviously a blackface concern. I think the, it seems very much that the only reason that was in the show is because Shirley immediately makes a joke that is like, are we just going to ignore that black or that, um, uh, hey, Grime hey, Grime, Grime. Grime, and so they pulled the episode and I get that. To a certain degree, I understand, you know, you want to be with NBC, you know, they own the show. Uh, I get it. You know, they went across the board pulling everything. Um, Do I wish they had just painted him blue or green or anything else? Yes. You know, it doesn't. And so that it is what it is. The episode itself, though, I think is a really important episode. And that's why I brought it up in one way. Well, I just thought it's a really well-done episode. I think that... I mean, it's the first time that I ever saw Dungeons & Dragons in anything, and that I thought that was very cool and made me want to play Dungeons & Dragons. But also, just as the show's going on, it's one of the first times, really, that it tries to hit a different emotional level. Um, you know, you have all the Fat Neil stuff, and obviously oh, that's, right. there's all the other stuff sprinkled in, but, you know, it's an episode about a kid who's uh, going to commit suicide. You know? And a bunch of people trying to show him that there's other... Things and there's people that care about him and stuff.
0: I think it's funny because, like, I didn't explicitly get suicide from it. I just get like a, a picked on kid who um, is very, very, very depressed. And obviously, suicide is a definitely a, a conclusion that one can come to. Well, when
2: he gives what's his name? The guy, the main guy, Joe yeah, uh, Jeff. When he gives Jeff, Jeff oh, the, books, the books and he's like, I don't need them anymore. That's like a thing oh, that, well, like, I missed... when people who attempt <sighs> suicide do they give people cool. their belongings. Um, so I think that was pretty explicitly. All right. Well thing. then
0: maybe I, well, I missed it. Yeah. So, um, that the, the episode, I, I do enjoy the episode. I love cause it's, it's halfway through season two and it's, um, a little over halfway yeah. and you're in each episode. in this is a very, it's, it's unique kind of capsule of an episode. Like the genre is very epic fantasy Lord of the Rings type of stuff. The whole blackface thing. I, I understand the editing of right. it, taking it out. Um, But because it is such a short time and it's very obvious, if you do just do some sort of research on Dungeons and Dragons, it was just their attempt to kind of whatever, and they do make fun of it. So they do. The thing is, like with satire and like what I feel like when we talk about being, you know, the PC aspect of it versus the actually addressing certain things. If they didn't say anything, like the characters didn't say amongst themselves, like Shirley didn't mention it, you know, I think that would have been an issue. But like I, they also address it, so I feel like it takes away from the severity of it. Cause it's not like it's a Halloween. It's not well, like it's a, also though, you know. like
2: to be clear, like that's not blackface. Like he's dressed like,
1: as a dark girl. Like he's not. Yeah.
2: is a really blackface is like an actual thing that is like, like minstrel shows. Like when, when like actors would like act, like make themselves up to look like, like slaves, like African-Americans or just Africans, yeah. like, like black people, like to, with the express intent of like ridiculing them and like making fun of them, like that's what to black be very clear,
1: super so like, fucked up and not cool, and don't fucking do that.
2: Yeah, no, no you know, I'm not I'm defending. No, 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 no. You're, you're just I'm just explaining saying, I'm where saying, it came
1: from. I'm just adding that I'm in there, so it's very that, clear I'm saying that having your fucking
2: character put himself into like black tar, like it, like that's it, not what blackface is. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like to for NBC to like. Preemptively, I don't think anyone was complaining about it unless I didn't read those reports, but they just like pulled it because it's like, oh, we don't want anyone to say anything. It's like a, pre, a it's preventative like a measure. And it's things. like, yeah, but that's not what people are fucking upset about. Right. <laughs> because you have like, <laughs>
0: like in my opinion, hire more
2: like black artists and creators and showrunners and yeah. actors and writers. Yeah. And like, you know, stop like innocently like murdering people. Well, it's street. like, like that's, they don't care about this fucking person dressing up like an elf on TV. Like they don't know when gives a shit. So I yeah. found the whole thing to be really dumb. I but, find it. You know, I find whatever,
0: it. It's just me. I told Caleb, I said that Pierce says a lot more abusive and offensive. Than yeah. Other I mean, like that's, that's the thing, it's right?
2: Like, how is the, how is this all right but like you know for the whole show like the sense of humor yeah. like what we were saying like you have people like saying all this horrible shit but it's like oh like we don't want you know well, it's, it's just they it's like they they can't they have their they have their fingers on the but wrong pulse like, but they're but not they, like they, actually they always
1: do to they always on. do first of all but that's what i uh that's what i wanted to, they always do what the the you know people at the top they always have their finger kind of on the wrong pulse it's kind of you know how, how it seems to happen uh but yeah. uh just with that episode even talking about you know pierce and all that just some of and that that's really why i wanted to bring it up it's just one of my favorite episodes just some of the best bits ever like Alison Bree's character when she's doing the whole like explanation of the sex scene and it's all muted out and it's just her doing like actions and scenes and like donald glover's like (laughs) taking notes like it's just some of the fucking best bits it just kills me
0: one of the bits you know She's like, she's like, and then I cuddle for just the rent right. a spoon just for the right amount of time. And he's like, how long is that? You know, <laughs> and exactly how long? So is yeah, that? it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, cl- it's a clever, it's a clever episode. It's, it's unfortunate that we get caught up in this kind of the political, political aspects of it. You know, when it's just a commentary, when they do address it and it's, there are things, you know, it's like, you can't pick and choose as much as you think you can, I guess, in terms of editing. Um, because the. I guess it's the same episode, but, you know, the whole, like, the character that, the fantasy character that, you know, was supposed to be for Troy was well-endowed. So funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's... So, anyway. So, yeah. So, um, I'm glad we've all seen it. We can all get the reference now, and it's it's unfortunate. It's a good episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, I mean, I guess that, yeah, that was the... It's just I I just think as an episode it's just really well directed, well written, um, well, well acted, you yeah. know. And then obviously it
0: was directed by Russo uh, Russo. I think. Yeah, Russo. yeah.
2: One yeah. of them. they were already in season two; they were already directing.
1: So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they were doing. I think they did most of Community season two as maybe they were the maybe they were producing. I, I can't remember. They were there though.
0: They were both. They 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 kind of yeah
2: yeah.
0: Um. Cool. So to wrap this up quick, next week, it's my turn again. And uh, (laughs) so I thought it would be interesting to do a podcast over just an objectively criticized bad movie, right? You know, like all these movies that we do, we kind of, it's it's up in the air, like what's bad, what's good, whatever. Um, So Hottie, the Hottie and the Naughty. The
1: fuck is that? Uh,
0: Paris Hilton, 2008- Paris Hilton's in it um it's on Amazon <laughs> and it got it's it's one of the top 10 worst movies of all time wow so you I feel like that would be hard
2: in- <laughs> it's like a Paris Hilton movie you haven't you haven't uh, heard of it Brandon? um
1: no I have not I'm looking it up right now <laughs> the
2: hottie and the who, the who hottie else and the is naughty. in this movie I, have I don't know idea.
0: It's gonna be an offensive famous. movie. It's not gonna be funny. It's gonna be bad. But I would be interested for us to to pick apart a movie like this.
1: Yeah, that's what we're doing, I guess. Uh,
2: <laughs> you know what's
1: actually very, you know what is very interesting and kind of. Um, I keep seeing those commercial or not commercial, whatever, fucking ads for her documentary on YouTube. Have you seen that at all? Um, but the, it's some documentary yeah. about her and, and being like you know I've been living this character in the public eye for this many years I don't know how to get out of it and interviews with her mom being like yeah it's fucking weird I don't know why she talks like that like she's super fucking smart and has always been super fucking smart And so I who knows if that's true or bullshit or whatever but that might be an interesting thing to watch going into this movie so I might do that yeah but,
0: do you, do you yeah. try and do some research or sure, I'll, seen, I'll uh, do something have you guys but... seen her, her other
2: famous film One Night in Paris <laughs> Ah, oh, no, I have not.
0: <laughs> no comment. <laughs>
2: I knew it, you All right.
0: <laughs> Guys, as always, uh, thanks for listening, and thank you too for a great conversation <laughs> Yeah. Um, about good, uh, Bruce Willis and his hair plugs. All right, real quick, though. Okay. Isn't it funny how, like, the symbol of old age is, like, liver spots and veins? Did you guys notice that? That's how they did it with they their, hands? The, yeah. the On their they, hands. They have yeah. the same hands. Anyway, um... So, yeah, thanks for listening. We're 3MFA. <laughs>
2: Why is that? Shy? Like, that's what happens when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? Like, but Bruce what's...
0: Willis and Meryl Streep at 50 years old, they all have the same hand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. No. Well, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: The longer you're married to someone, the more you start to look like them.
0: I thought that was your pet. Oh, shit. Um, sorry. 3 <laughs> affairs podcast. You can find us on YouTube and all the major podcast uh, outlets. Our episode Dune is now out, the 1984 version, so check that out, along with everything else. And next week, it'll be Paris Hilton, and not the movie y'all think, (laughs) it's The Hottie and the Naughty.
2: (laughs) You can watch that one, too, if you want.
1: It's called Research, Caleb.
0: Yeah, I just need to get into the
2: mind of this of this young woman.
1: House of Wax, that was also a movie that Paris Hilton hey. was in. Oh, wow. No, I
2: actually <laughs> Another that. movie starring her that I jerked off.
1: God damn it, Caleb. I was trying to get away from
2: that. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, catch you guys next week. Another movie starring her where she gets covered. One in- night at the House <laughs> of Wax. <laughs>
1: Alright. To the face podcast. I'm,
2: where she gets fucking plastered in the face by hot, sticky white liquid. Alright, All see right. you guys later. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.